1: you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on April 2nd, 1952, Now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the
0: secret word tonight is chair. C-H-A-I-R. Really? You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Roger Marks in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only...
2: Just call me Sam. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $3,000 for one of our couples. What have you got on the agenda, Mr. F.?
0: Oh, well, Groucho, we have a jockey and a librarian for you first tonight. And I'd like you to meet them right now. Uh, Miss Margaret Light and Mr. Eric Guerin. Come on in and
2: meet Groucho Marx, will you? Well, welcome, and welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Thank you. A librarian and a jockey, eh? Eric uh, Guerin, is that right? Guerin. Guerin, you're a pretty well known jockey. Especially in the horsey set, aren't you? No. Uh, How tall in the saddle are you, Eric? About
3: five foot four.
2: Five foot four. How much do you weigh, away.
3: Well, Well, most of the time around 115.
2: 115? Well, I'm happy to have you here. (laughs) You're the first contestant we've ever had here who I could lick. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. uh, Light, you're a librarian? Yes, sir. Where are you from? Originally from Salt Lake City,
3: Utah. Mm
2: hmm. What is your hometown, uh, Mr. uh, Guerin? Guerin?
3: Uh, Maranguin, Louisiana.
2: Eric Guerin for Maranguin? Sounds like a label on a jar of marinated herring. (laughs) Shake well before using. Who do you work for, Mrs. Light?
4: I work for the Los Angeles County Public Library.
2: Oh, you're a librarian, huh?
4: Yes. Let's see.
2: Where is your library located?
4: Well, it's in not any special place. Uh, We i move from time to time uh, about four or five times a day.
2: You're certainly on the move, all right. (laughs) You're not a librarian. I think you're a bookie. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before this joint is raided, I think you'd better explain that. Well, uh... Why do you keep moving uh, so frequently? uh,
4: Well, I'm a bookmobile librarian. We go from... Place to place, and uh, we have a uh, uh, the technical name for it is a traveling library. Uh, we are. Uh, what
2: did you say? A bookmobile. A, is a
4: bookmobile or a uh, traveling on library? This
2: show, on this show, it's a Desoto mobile. Huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> now Eric, uh, let's talk about your work. Uh, how long have you been riding?
3: About 11 years.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you ever won any races?
3: Yeah, I've won a few. About seven or eight hundred.
2: You mean you're always out in front of the others, eh?
3: Not all the time. You should
2: run last sometime. You'll get an entirely different picture of horse racing.
3: <laughs>
2: have you ever won any of the uh, more important races, Eric? The red?
3: Yes, I've won a few of those. Uh, what I won, have you won? I won the Kentucky Derby in 1947 oh, on really? Jet well, pilot.
2: pilot. On Jet Pilot, eh? Well go on, nay for the people, will you? <laughs> how much did you get for winning the Kentucky Derby?
3: Well, the race is worth about a hundred thousand to the winner, and I got ten percent.
2: And how long did it take you, this race?
3: About two minutes, six seconds.
2: That's life for you. Eric rides two minutes and gets ten thousand dollars. The horse does all the work and all he gets is a kick in the ribs.
5: <laughs> <laughs> they
2: keep talking about horse sense. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play Bet Your Life for a chance at the $3,000 question. Right now, I want you to pay attention to something of unusual importance.
0: Say, Groucho, I saw you drive by the other day. I want to compliment you on your good taste. Oh, that. Fenneman, have you ever seen such beautiful lines? Well, you got me wrong, Groucho. I was referring to your
2: new convertible, your new DeSoto Fire Dome 8. Man, what a dream. Whose dream is this, Fenneman? Folks, I just want to say I've owned a lot of cars in my day but I've never had one that could even remotely compare with the new DeSoto. I hope you'll see and drive the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 real soon.
0: Yes, friends, go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers tomorrow. That's the place to see and drive America's most talked-about new car, the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8, bringing you that mighty 160-horsepower V8 engine that gives you smooth, surging power in all speed ranges, sensational power steering that makes turning the wheels effortless even when parking power brakes, and scores of other great features that add up to the car you've always dreamed of owning. Remember, it's at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Stop in tomorrow. And when you do, tell them Groucho sent you. See it, drive it, and you'll want the new 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8.
2: All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. Uh, George, Uh, would you explain the rules to these uh, children? Uh, You bet as much of your $20
0: as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $3,000 DeSoto Plymouth question later on in the show.
2: Even I understand that. All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected characters from famous books. Here's your first question. How much would you bet? 1975, yes. All right, and what book is the character Becky Shaw? Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair is right. Well, you're off to a great start. You have thirty nine dollars and seventy five cents. Honey, I always thought that was a magazine. Remember, you're going for three thousand dollars tonight. Now, how much of your thirty nine dollars and seventy five going to bet this time?
3: About
2: thirty nine fifty. Yes. All right. And what book is Jean Valjean, the thief, a central character? Name is Rob. Name is Rob. All right, how much well, do they little, got? I'm a little behind here. Well, uh,
0: <laughs> Seventy-nine... Well, together we make this
2: 79.25, right? Tenement is the best-dressed cretin I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, and what book... How much are you going to bet?
3: Let's make it easy. 70, 79. Seventy-nine, yes.
2: Thank you.
5: <laughs>
2: and what book is the character... Or character, Sancho <laughs> Panza. Panza. Don Quixote. Don Quixote is right. <laughs> until I was until I was forty years old, I pronounced that Don Quixquaxty. <laughs> you now have one hundred and fifty-eight dollars and twenty-five cents. I prefer Don Quixquaxty. Yeah? <laughs> How much
3: have they got? One hundred and fifty-eight dollars and twenty-five cents. Shoot the works.
2: The whole thing. Yeah, you everything.
3: Probably Turn on the stretch,
2: huh? All right, here we go. Hawkeye was was the guide in what famous book?
6: Uh, Robert, one of Robert Louis Stevenson's.
2: Talk
4: uh, it over.
6: see. Do you know the Hawkeye? Oh, uh, um... Let's see. Robert Louis, uh, Hawkeye. Some book. Yes.
4: Um... Uh, I'm sorry.
2: I didn't know I... I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, it's the last of the Mohicans. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was so obvious that you just stumbled right over it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you lost, You have much. nothing? Well, it makes, it, makes it easy for Fenimore, but difficult for you. <laughs> but nobody leaves here with nothing. I'm going to give you one question, you get it right, and we'll bring your winnings up to $25. Who was buried in Grant's tomb?
5: Grant.
2: General Grant is right, huh? <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers.
0: Groucho, the next couple to try for the $3,000 was selected from our studio audience just before we went on the air. They're Mrs. Wilma Pickett and Mr. Donald Park. Folks, come in and meet Groucho Marks.
2: Well, howdy-doody. Welcome to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Mrs. William Pickett and Mr. Donald Park.
6: And Mrs. Wilma Pickett.
2: Mrs. Uh, what did I say? You said William. William. Well, it's possible, isn't it? <laughs> Mrs. Wilma Pickett. I prefer William myself. Eh? <laughs> Mr. Park, where are you from? Bakersfield, California. Bak- Bakersfield, California. Eh? Yes, sir. Mighty hot up there, isn't it? Yes, it was. It was. How long since you've been there? Uh, about forty years. Forty years. <laughs> you must be quite an authority on the weather in Bakersfield.
4: You've been here the last 40 years? No, I've been here the last 25.
2: Mm-hmm. Where were you in between? All around. the answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is your hometown, Mrs. Pickett?
6: I was born in Chicago on the south side. On the south side of Chicago. Windy city. Does the wind still blow in Chicago? Oh, yes. There's a cold wind blows there all winter.
2: Well, don't worry. When the uh, politicians get there for the conventions, there'll be a hot... <laughs> there'll be a hot wind blowing all summer. <laughs> I used to live in the South Side. Whereabouts did you live? I used to live in Grand Boulevard and 45th Street.
6: Well, I lived on 44th Street, Gee, just we... down near Vincennes. Well, <laughs> I was at uh, 4512 Grand Boulevard. I live five forty eight East 44th oh, Street. Oh, let's get together sometime. <laughs> right around the corner.
2: Yes. It's unfortunate that we didn't meet earlier. <laughs> White Sox had a real good team then, too. It was the Black Sox. Yeah. I
6: remember my father talking about that. Well, I heard it
2: from my father, too. As a matter of fact, my father was one of the Black Sox. Though. What sort of work do you do, Don? You've been well, standing there pretty uh,
4: quietly for quite some associate time. Associate supervisor in physical education at the University of California at Los Angeles. Oh. What sort of work do you do there? Uh? I'm in charge of the
2: aquatic program. What program did you aquatic. say? Aquatic. Aquatic. Mm-hmm. The only aquatic program I know is the Democratic program. <laughs> what is aquatics? Well, it has to do with water. That could be the Demoquatics, all right. <laughs> Good many of them are in hot water right now. <laughs> are you married, uh, Mr. Parks? Yes, I am. You are. Where'd you meet your wife? Circus.
5: <laughs>
2: was she selling peanuts or catching them?
4: We were both uh, attending college at the University of Oregon, and uh, the circus was in town, and... We'd both gone up to the circus, and after we came out of the sideshow, she needed a way to get home, so I asked her if she'd ride in my jalopy, and I took her home to her sorority house, and...
2: Well, did she know you were from the same university she was? <laughs> I hope she did. Well, did because... you ever find out? Or... Oh, yes,
4: I found out later. That's a kind of a promiscuous approach, isn't it? Well, not in those days.
2: <laughs> you mean those were the wicked days? Well, Things have quieted down since I wouldn't then? say that. They've only quieted uh, down for you and I, Mr. Parks. <laughs> well, they have slowed up all than that. Yes, I don't know whether they have, but we have. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's
5: right.
6: How did you meet Mr. Pickett, uh, Wilma? Well, I was in the Army, and he was in the Army. And uh, I was sent out on very secretive orders and discovered that I was at Los Alamos, New Mexico, at the Atomic Energy Commission. Everyone who was stationed up there went through quite a bit of uh, security process, and there was an MP who was assigned to each group who were taken into security, and uh, he was rather a nice-looking MP. He had on a white hat, he had beautiful eyes.
2: You had a white hat, did you say?
6: White, head. <laughs> one of these white metal hats. On oh. And uh, I was assigned to Dr. Robert Oppenheimer's division. Oh. And,
2: uh, Is this long division or short division? <laughs>
6: he was the uh, leading scientist at uh, the Atomic Energy Commission. Oh. In fact, he's been credited with having been perfected the atomic bomb. Mm,
2: nice of him, huh?
5: Eh?
2: <laughs> Count of him, I had to get four bottles of water in my house. <laughs> and a flashlight. <laughs> And a well, fire extinguisher I... And 11 cans of tomato juice That's my equipment in case war breaks up
5: <laughs>
2: What did... kind of a life did you lead at Los Alamos? Uh...
6: Oh, it was perfectly horrible up there You see, it was practically an empty reservation There were no, no movies, no entertainment In fact, there just wasn't anything to do
2: Well, I'm sure you could have found something to do You could have gone fishing, you know <laughs> I understand at Los Alamos, the fishing was very good Especially the nuclear fission. (laughs) No groaning, please. I just liked it just as much as you did. (laughs) Now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, you'll get a chance at the $3,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners.
0: The first couple lost all their money, so these people have a clear field. And the secret word is chair.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You select the sporting terms. Now here's your first question. You have $20. How much will you try? What do you want to bet? $19.5. Mm, a 19
4: mm-hmm.
2: All right, let's try it. $1950. Okay. In what sport is the expression dormy used? Golf. Talk it over. Golf. Golf? Golf, Golf is right. You gotta squeeze it out of him. <laughs> You're on your way with $39.50. Remember, you're going for $3,000 a night. Now, how much of the $39.50 are you going to try this time? Mm-hmm. Let's shoot the $39. Okay. $39. And what sport is the expression, a split, used? Bowling. Bowling.
5: Bowling, Bowling is right. Bowling. Yeah.
2: You now have $78.50. And here's you know, your third question. How much of this sum are you going to try? 78. In what sport is the expression schuss used? S-H-U-S-S. If you don't know, take a stab at it. If you don't know, guess.
4: Take a guess. Well,
0: it's skiing. Oh. You've dropped to 50 cents.
2: <laughs> this is your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the swag are you going to bet this time? All of, it. All of it. All of it? In what sport is the expression across the board used? Horse racing. Horse racing is right. Well, they wound up with a dollar, Groucho. <laughs> well, when nobody leaves here with a dollar, I'll give you one more question, get it right, and we'll bring your winnings up to $25. Ready? In which direction is the North Pole? North. <laughs> North is right, eh? Thanks and good luck. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers.
0: We uh, have a couple of young single people for you now, Groucho. They were selected from our studio audience just before we went on the air. And here they are, Miss Nina Moller, Mr. Jack Wright. Will you come in here and meet Groucho Marx, please?
5: Right here.
2: Well, welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Mrs. Nina Mala and Mr. Jack Wright. As healthy a brace of contestants as I've ever looked at. eh? How old are you, Jack? Nineteen years old. Nineteen? You're a real big boy, aren't you? Where are you from, uh, Jack? San Angelo, Texas. San Angelo? Are they all that big down there? Guess so. How long have you been up here? Eighteen years. (laughs) Did you arrive under your own power? Well, no, I was courted by my mother. You were courted by your mother? Well, I mean accompanied by my mother. Oh. What sort of work do you do? I work for Beacon's van and storage company. Oh, you're a moving man, huh? Yes, sir. Well, from the looks of what's standing next to you, I think I can guess the direction you're going to start moving. Huh? <laughs> but you better move fast, boy, if you want to be there firstest with the mostus.
7: <laughs>
2: Nina Mahler, is that right?
7: No, it's Müller. It's what? Muller.
2: How do you spell it?
7: M U L L E R.
2: M U L <laughs> L E R. What kind of a letter is U? Yeah, it's,
7: it's, it's, it's U. It, it's an O uh, with, a da- with a line through. Oh. It's
5: pronounced
2: U. <laughs> well, U yourself, huh? <laughs> I'm not familiar with that line, but I'd say the rest of your line should be pronounced with an exclamation point. <laughs> How old are you, Nina? I'm
7: 19.
2: 19, huh? Are you married?
7: No. Where are you from? Denmark.
2: Which part of Denmark? Norway
7: or Sweden? <laughs> I, I live outside Copenhagen, near the Øresund. Oh, I know the Øresund very well. Get <laughs> <You're> married. <laughs>
2: what is the Aarsons?
7: Uh Well, it's one of the straits between the Danish yeah. islands.
2: Is that anywheres near dire straits?
5: <laughs> I've been
7: in dire
2: straits for many years. <laughs> it's an intellectual joke, it's nothing. Yeah? <laughs> now, Jack, uh, could you get interested in, in Miss Miller?
5: <laughs> <laughs> With the umlaut
2: or the, the umlaut? Pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Deutsch, Miss
7: Miller? Well,
2: a little bit. 90%, yeah. Mm hmm. Could you get interested in Miss Miller?
7: Oh, no, I think it
2: wouldn't be hard.
5: <laughs> he's a wouldn't man, all right, he's beginning to make his move already.
2: Let's talk about the moving business. For example, what kind of things do you move? Well, we move anything
1: that doesn't fasten down.
2: <laughs> Nina, my advice to you is get a good grip on yourself. Huh? <laughs> What joke? are the requirements for your job, uh, Jack?
1: Well, there's a little joke around the warehouse that you've got to have a strong back and a weak mind.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it's certainly a little joke, all right. That's <laughs> as tiny a joke as I've encountered in a long time.
7: <laughs>
2: you have any other j- jokes around there, Jack? Well, not
7: that I can call right now.
2: What are you doing in America, Nina? I'm
7: an exchange student.
2: An, I- an exchange student? Yes. Really, we Yankees always were good traders, weren't we? <laughs> what were you exchanged for? A couple of battleships?
7: <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sure it was
2: something substantial. <laughs> Office building? Or
7: no, no, I'm, I'm here on a Panhellenic scholarship.
2: What does that consist of?
7: Well, it's all the sororities that pay for a foreign student each year.
2: Mm-hmm. And how do you uh, achieve one of these scholarships?
7: Well, you, you turn in your grades and then you write a letter why you want to go and what you plan to do.
2: Mm-hmm. If I wrote a letter on why I wanted to go and what I planned on doing, <laughs> i get a scholarship in Alcatraz.
5: <laughs>
2: what school are you attending? Uh USC. Somebody out there from Stanford.
7: (laughs) Now, Nina, as I've
2: been looking at you, you know, a thought occurs to me. uh, I may have a strong back and a weak mind, but uh, I do get thoughts occasionally. (laughs) I imagine a pretty girl like you gets uh, lots of attention from members of the other sex. Uh, Well? How do you refuse a date when you you want to reject it?
7: Oh, I don't know. (laughs) If, if I really don't want to go out with him, I, I'll make up some excuse about having a test.
2: Mm. <laughs> well, let's assume uh, for the moment that this fellow is a persistent lothario uh, and kind of relentless on the prowl.
3: Well, well,
7: the second time I, I, I tell him that I had a date with another fellow.
2: I suppose this fellow refuses to be discouraged and asks you for the third time.
7: Well, and then I tell him again that I had a date. With another fellow
2: And the fourth time This fellow I'm thinking of Never gives up
7: (laughs) Well, if he hadn't caught on by then He must be pretty dumb
2: (laughs) That's true, I know this fellow And he is pretty dumb (laughs) But he's got a mighty strong back (laughs) Well, you're a lovely couple And if anything develops between you two
7: I'll let you know
5: I'd rather you wouldn't be huh?
2: Cause it'll depress me for some months huh? Now you're going to play your bet your life You beat our other couples And you'll get a chance at the $3,000 question I can't tell you how much you have to win But George is going to remind our listeners
0: The housewife and the swimming teacher Are ahead with $1
2: Here we go, let's see how high I can build you $20 You selected professions and occupations As your category Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Go ahead.
7: 18
2: Okay, 18 $18. What do you call a person who sells goods at a public sale to the highest bidder?
5: Auctioneer.
2: Auctioneer is right.
5: Uh-huh. Well,
2: you're on your way. You have $38. dollars Maybe going for $3,000 tonight. How much of the... Uh, 38 38 are you going to try this time?
3: Okay, go ahead. All right. 30 <laughs> He wins.
2: How much? 30 what do you call a man who measures land?
7: Landscaper. Land, no, land, uh, ma- land, no, I take it. No. Land measured. Talk it over. It's a land measure. Gonna...
2: I know. I know I mean. Let's
7: do when the Yeah, I know. My vocabulary isn't very good in English. Yeah. That's why I can't help
2: it. Everything else is, not it?
7: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: And he knew it, but he just couldn't think of it, that's all. It's a surveyor. <laughs> oh, yes, it right. is. Well, you shame. still have $8. Well, now don't get discouraged. Here's your third question How much of the $8 would you try this time?
7: All
2: of it. All of it. <laughs> what do you call the doctor who specializes in the care of
7: children?
5: I don't, I
7: don't, I don't know it in English. I'm sorry. Wouldn't be an
2: obstetrician. No. No. You're close, but it's pediatrician. Oh. Now, they yeah. got nothing, huh? They're broke. Gotcha. Nobody leaves here broke. I'm going to give you one more question. If you get it right, you're going to win $25.
7: <laughs>
2: this is a tough question. Are you ready? Okay. What kind of shoes does a horse wear?
7: Horseshoes. Horse. Horseshoes <laughs> is right, huh? And, uh,
2: also, the housewife from the
0: swimming teacher with one dollar... Get the chance in just one minute of the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. Here is a friendly tip to every car owner. Only skilled hands, only expert mechanics using scientific equipment should ever be allowed to touch the engine of your car. That's why you should take your car for service to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. In a DeSoto Plymouth dealer shop, there are master technicians, men with the experience and know-how. Not only are they experienced, but these men are kept up to date on the latest techniques of servicing your car. Recently, over 6,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealer mechanics from coast to coast attended 252 special refresher training schools to study the latest factory methods and up to the minute service techniques. Their periodic training pays off for you because you can thereby rest assured that at a DeSoto Plymouth Dealers, you get the very finest service you can get anywhere. Highly skilled men, the most modern tools and equipment, and quick access to the right factory-tested and approved replacement parts. Those are three things you can always count on at a DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. For all this efficient attention and for the courtesy and promptness that goes along with it, you pay a price that's fair. So, to keep your car in tip-top condition, take it now where you see the famous sign of better service, the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Well, here comes the swimming teacher and the housewife all sent for the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question, Groucho.
2: But you never thought you'd be up here with $1. <laughs> I should never? say not,
4: Mr. Nice. Never.
2: All right, here we go for $3,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and please, no help in the audience, here it is. On a hill north of the Spanish town of Granada is the famous palace and citadel of the Moorish kings. For $3,000, what is the name of this famous place? Talk it over. What is the answer you two have decided upon? No. That's not the Eldorado. No, no, I'm sorry. It's the Alhambra. <sighs> Correct answer is the Alhambra, so that means the big question next week will be worth $3,500. Well, you lost the big money, but uh, after all, you won a dollar in the quiz.
5: I'm
2: sorry you didn't win more. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank
5: you.
0: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Mark Show when the big question will be worth $3,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler
2: Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks. And remember, see the DeSoto Fire Dome 8 tomorrow.
0: Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Safe speed depends on conditions. You bet your life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith, music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fentiman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, no big winners in this show. In fact, no winners at all. Well, unless you count winning a dollar, as a big deal. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at radio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the next episode of the Vintage Radio Club. It's the story of an urbane and witty New York detective who solves a missing persons murder. It's from the Lux Radio Theater and it's called... The thin man. For com. this is Virtual Vinny signing off.